Good morning. Welcome to worship today. Thank you for joining me. We will begin our worship with a confession and forgiveness. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. I ask you to silently confess your sin in the presence of God and of one another. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead to sin and made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with the power through the Holy Spirit that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. O God, with all your faithful followers of every age, we praise you, the rock of our life. Be our strong foundation and form us into the body of your Son, that we may gladly minister to all the world. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? 
And they said, Some say John the Baptist, but others Elijah, and still others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood have not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he sternly ordered the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Jesus was sitting with his disciples. He asked them, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? Jesus was tired. He had been working hard to fulfill what God had sent him to do. He had been traveling the countryside, healing the sick, feeding the hungry, befriending the outcasts, and being ridiculed by the religious leaders. He may have been having doubts as to how effective his ministry was as he tried his best to fulfill what God had sent him to do. What the disciples told him did not help him. They said that some thought he was John the Baptist and had been brought back from the dead. Others said that some thought he was Elijah, Jeremiah, or one of the other prophets. Jesus was feeling very defeated until Peter spoke up. Without hesitation, he said, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Can you just see Jesus let out a sigh of relief that someone actually understood who he was and what he was doing? Jesus was pleased with Peter. What Peter said gave Jesus hope that his ministry was effective and he had new energy for the days ahead. This is the same Peter who had not always said things that pleased Jesus. Peter stumbled along trying his best, but he often tripped. Yet here he was being praised by Jesus. God had given Peter what he needed to declare Jesus the Messiah. God used Peter, not because he was the smartest disciple, not because he was the bravest disciple, not even because he was the most loyal disciple. God used Peter because God uses everyone in some way to advance the kingdom of God. Jesus told Peter, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. At that moment, Jesus told the disciples that they were a part of God's kingdom, and that they were to understand Jesus' teachings and implement them in the appropriate way when the time was right. It may be that Jesus was feeling somewhat better about how the disciples were learning to be followers. He knew he had much to learn. He knew they had much to learn. 
So he cautioned them not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. The disciples had to learn all the implications of what a Messiah is and how that would affect their lives before they could share such important information. What a relief it must have been for Jesus to know that God had used Peter for such an important task and that the other disciples heard him declare Jesus the Messiah. It must have been hard for Jesus to know he would not be with them much longer. Now he could worry a little less about leaving them. After that day, he began to discuss with them his need to go to Jerusalem to suffer at the hands of the religious leaders and be killed. The only assurance he could give them was that he would be raised from the dead on the third day. That was a lot for the disciples to understand, and that is why they needed to wait to reveal to the world that Jesus was the Messiah. All of this would become clear once Jesus died and rose from the dead. So what does Peter's revelation and Jesus' words to him have to do with us today? Well, first we need to find reassurance in how God used Peter to become a rock of the church. Peter, who even after what he said that day, still wrestled with understanding exactly what Jesus was doing and how it would impact all of us. The disciples were not special people. They were ordinary citizens who had their good days and their bad days. They struggled to understand Jesus even after he died and came back to them just as he had promised. They spend their life with doubts and frustrations. And despite all of that, God used them in extraordinary ways. If God can use these ordinary men to do God's ministry, God can use us. We are now the disciples. We are the ones to try to do as Jesus commands us to do. We are the ones to wrestle with our purpose, stumble when we fall short, and come back to try again. Just like Peter, God is offering us the same advantages. The Message Bible says it like this. You will have complete and free access to God's kingdom, keys to open any and every door, no more barriers between heaven and earth, earth and heaven. A yes on earth is a yes in heaven. A no on earth is a no in heaven. We are all a part of God's kingdom. This is not a place to, we go when we die. This is the place we live in now. God's kingdom is all around us. There are no more barriers between heaven and earth. Jesus has taught us how to live a godly life. It is not a life that starts after we die. It is the life we are to be living now. So what good? So what is good for people in heaven is good for people on earth. And what should not be done in heaven should not be done on earth. I think we often look around this world and think of how much better it will be 
when we get to heaven. But God is telling us not to wait. Live the life you want to live in heaven right now. Just think of how wonderful this world would be if we all tried to live our lives as we envision life to be in heaven. Instead of waiting for life to be better, let's all find ways to make life better right here and now. Just like God called Peter to use the keys to the kingdom to unlock the barriers between heaven and earth, God is calling us to do the same thing. We know Peter did not always get it right. We know Peter wrestled with his purpose and sometimes stumbled in trying to do his ministry. But that didn't stop him from moving forward in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's be like Peter. Let's move forward in the name of Jesus Christ and find ways to bring God's kingdom to all people. Let's try to bring our vision of heaven right here because we know God doesn't want us to wait for a better life after death. God wants us to have that life right now. Amen.
using the words of the Apostles' Creed, let us confess our holy faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Confident of your care and helped by the Holy Spirit, we pray for the church, the world, and all who are in need. Lord, our rock, you are our foundation in Jesus Christ, your Son, whom we confess as a living God. Prepare your church for its mission in bearing witness to Christ, both here at home and throughout the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. You call forth praises from the far reaches of the universe to the smallest of creatures. Join our songs to theirs, that a spirit of praise and thanksgiving will arouse us to cherish this wondrous home you give us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. All the kings of the earth shall praise you, O Lord. Direct all leaders to walk in your ways. May they regard those in need with mercy. Be with all those in military service and their families, especially Andrew Grau. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you are with us. Be with all those who are recovering from the derecho, the wildfires in California, and any other disasters. Be with those who are suffering in mind, body, or spirit, especially those we carry in our hearts and those we name aloud. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. You call us into this community in which we are one in Christ. May we recognize the gifts that you have given us for building up the church for the sake of the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. You are the everlasting rock from which we were hewn. We thank you for the lives of our beloved saints who have come before us and whom we will join in your heavenly kingdom. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In certain hope that nothing can separate us from your love, we offer these prayers through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Christ is with you. Thanks be to God.